right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, Climbers, how should you write this one? You've got a great title. Maybe it's a not-so-great title. Maybe it's like a super mediocre title like The Dance, but then you put the song title challenge behind it, and you're Tony Arata, and you're like, hold my beer. What about this? <laughs> yeah. And it becomes a huge, iconic song. This is where climbers send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line. You want to make sure it gets in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. There's just a ton of spam I get all the time and just regular work emails. So we want to make sure that everything you send in goes into the right place. Then I spring the title live on the podcast while we're recording live to tape here to Brent and to an esteemed guest that we have. And we take about 20 minutes to flesh out five or six different conceptual angles for writing the song. This is the difference between good and great, to be quite honest with you. You can take the most cliche title and blow people's minds mm -hmm. by spinning it around in a different way where they're just like, wow. And you almost set them up. It's almost like an ambush, yeah. right? You're like, oh, they're going to be like rolling their eyes when they listen to this one and they hear the title. And then you're like, oh, no, you did not do that. That was amazing. And then you get them excited and now you're in, right? So this is not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. It's a creative, fun exercise. It's whoever sent in the title, use all of what we say, use none of what we say. It's up to you. We just demand an invite to the number one party. And so today's guest, I have the pleasure of introducing. Mm. I have worked with this songwriter and artist since she was 12 years old. And I just, God, I have just the utmost respect for you. You're a better picker than me when you were like 13. He's been singing your praises since you were 12. It's, <laughs> it's just a I'm vulgar play of it, to be honest. And I know you don't listen to the podcast, but you can't imagine how many times your name has been mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> the over under is 100. It really is probably that much when it's just like when people are like, well, it's just really difficult to do this and do that. Like, screw you. I got a 13 year old girl playing downtown three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Twice a week, and she's figuring out a way. She's worked her way up from the, the low-level riding rooms to the mid-level riding rooms into this just by sheer will because she wants to, and she's interested in being a songwriter, and she's interested in being a guitar picker, and so she just keeps getting better at it. That's just the black and the white of it. So, guys, this artist here has, at this point in time, 18, right? Yep. 18. You have over 30 independent cuts, probably closer to 35 with your first big major cut with uh, Drake White's single, Can't Have My Dog. Welcome. Wasn't a single. Wasn't a single. We don't oh, sorry, wasn't a single. No, it was an album. It was a yeah. cut. Okay, my mistake. It was a cut. But it's the first major cut that you had. And ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Climb Show a dear, dear friend of mine. I love her. I love her family. Miss Ava Page. Hey, hey Ava. Oh my gosh, if I ever want to just like get amped up, I just need to come on here. Dang. Yeah, yeah we'll like, okay. we'll just follow you around and be like, you know, <laughs> do, do, do. we'll give you a theme song, talk about, I'll be your hype man. <laughs> come on. Little page. Oh, <laughs> I love you both. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad that we got to meet in Denmark just because I've been seeing you around on social media and stuff and everybody else knows you. And Johnny's <laughs> been wearing the whole climb community out with how awesome you are here for, I don't know how long we've been doing the pod has like six years. So seriously, like, yeah, the whole ride. I'm sorry. And so I'm so <laughs> glad that we got to meet and hang out and you're awesome. 
and you lived up to it. You lived up to the hype. Well, I'm glad glad we got to hang out. (laughs) Well, thank you. Really, you really, really are. And we just had the best time working together. We got a lot of stuff accomplished, and I'm just so proud of you. You know, it's just so amazing to watch someone be so focused and so interested in being better. (laughs) Well, thank you. And then watching you do it. And we haven't worked together in a long time, but we're always running into each other. And I'm just always blown away by whatever news there is, what you've done. It's for us, it's kind of like just family first kind of a thing, I think. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Your mom, your dad, your brother, like everybody and, and all that. And I'm like, oh God, you've had 30 cuts? Like, I didn't even know that. That's ridiculous. That's just so astonishing. And the thing that blew me away the most just well, I'm just gushing on you right now, but you went through some stuff back in the day. You kicked leukemia right in the rear end and you've come out on the other end. And I only say this because it's this moment that I had where I just, realized that the impact that you had on me was just not on me. It was like on the whole freaking town of Nashville. But the time that happened, you had a fundraiser that you did. And I think it was like 51 songwriters showed up at that fundraiser and played one song that they'd co-written with you. And how old were you at that time? I was, it was just before my 15th birthday. Oh, 15. Yeah. Yeah. 14 and a half, 15. And I'm just like, Wow. (laughs) Literally, like when your name comes up on this podcast, it's for anybody that has an excuse in life about anything about, oh, it's so tough to get into songwriting and blah, 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 blah. It's like Ava Page, Ava Page, (laughs) Ava Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ava Page. (laughs) I just love it, man. And I have to give a lot of the credit to my parents and they're so incredibly supportive. Mm -hmm. They've always been there for me and always encouraging me. But my dad had a quote and that stuck with me throughout my whole entire life is, Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And it is Mm -hmm. so true because there's so many talented people in this town that are absolutely phenomenal. And it's like, how the heck do you not have a deal? Mm -hmm. But if you don't put the work behind it and you don't network, then you'll get lapped. And Mm -hmm. the, the fact that this town is so full of so many incredible songwriters, incredible artists, incredible singers, incredible writers. It's just, you got to put in the talent or you got to put in the effort and the hard work because- Hard work beats talent and talent doesn't work hard. And I've seen it happen so many times. And uh, I just, and plus I love my job. What an incredible job it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel privileged every single day I get to walk into a writing room and create something. But uh, I just love it. One thing I would add to that is like, yeah, I, I was saying that to someone the other day about hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But it's like you work hard enough, long enough, people just assume you're talented. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, well, they're just talented, so they got it easy. Like, I'll just make it look. But yeah. the, the dangerous thing is hard work making it look this easy. Yeah, making me think I was just born talented. But yeah, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But when talent works hard, you're screwed. <laughs> mm. And you're talented. So everyone else oh, is true. Thank you. I mean, a lot of the people that you hear on radio, there's no such thing as an overnight success. Nope. It's like like Luke Combs. It was a 10-year overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. Like all those artists that you hear and like, oh, they just came out of nowhere. No, they did not. They were busting their butt for years before they yeah. got their big break. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at a lot of the major artists on radio right now, they were songwriters before they were artists. They were, Ashley McBride was busting her butt down on Broadway, playing five days a week and writing every single mm-hmm. day before she finally got in the right group of people and got in front of the right people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you could be incredibly talented, but if you don't put in the effort, then you ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Well, I'm just so glad it's been long overdue for you to be on this podcast. So I'm glad you're here. Happy to be here. 
All right. Are you, you guys say ready? that now, but that's about to change. I'm trying to find a good one. And it was like, I was scraping, man, but I got something that I think will be interesting. Okay. 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 In terms of song title. So here we go. This song title is from, oh my gosh, what happened? I just lost it. Oops. Get your act together, Johnny. Come on, Johnny. You're in front of a Gen Z here. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Here we go. So this is from Randy Maynard. Randy. Who's submitted before. I think we've had some of his on there. Song title is Dirty Dishes. Uh, okay. Dirty Dishes. Okay. Randy, thank you for sending this song title, buddy. Yes, I know thank Randy. You, Randy. Yeah, he's a good guy. What's your hot take, Johnny? Gives us a second to think about it. Uh, first of all, I've never heard a song title with this, mm-hmm. I don't think. So I like that. And I actually think this title's more interesting than not interesting. Right. Absolutely. This is more than like the dance or the request mm-hmm. in just terms of appeal on just the title. And I think that just right off the top of my head, I feel like there's probably five different ways we could go yeah. with this. Oh, yeah, at least. And so I'm very, very interested to see what we come up with because I think we're about to take this title and really just put some stank on it and make it mean <laughs> something super powerful. Yes. I like the alliteration. I like that as an image. I like that. I look at the title and I have no idea what it's about, which is fun mm-hmm. as a listener or someone that is about to listen to the song as a songwriter. It's terrifying and exciting at the same time. Absolutely. So I'll dive in and uh, just break the ice. So my first thought, which I don't know what this says about me, is like a makeout song. Like, I don't mind if we wake up with some dirty dishes. If it has dirty in the title, there's a nine out of 10 chance that it's going to be something like that. Come on. <laughs> like, honey, would do that. Wow. You know what's embarrassing to admit right now is that you two went there and I didn't. I didn't Come even on, Johnny. Like that. That's my department. What the hell? Yes. <laughs> so, like, I don't care if we wake up to some dirty dishes because we never got around to cleaning them because we were enjoying other things. So that kind of thing. <laughs> so that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. now. But anyway. No, you're fine. Like dirty dishes. Like, I don't mind waking up to some dirty dishes. Like, what? Oh, because after dinner, yeah. time got away from us. Absolutely. So. On the other side of yes. it, I kind of get a house that built me vibe from this. Ooh. So if you go that sort of route, I know what immediately sprung to mind and if I just switch to my default when it comes to songwriting, mm-hmm. immediately I go storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of my love and my passion. I'm a country artist, sue me. Yeah. But <laughs> if I was to write this as sort of what first came to my mind, it would be what my job growing up, we had some chores around the house and stuff, me and my brother, and I would do the dishes with my mom. And there's so many fond memories of me and my mom just cleaning the dishes. Mm. And it's like, it could be that storyteller type. We're just living in between taking out the trash and dirty dishes. Yeah. The lessons you learned from your mom exactly. while you were doing the dishes. Because I mean, whenever you're having a one-on-one activity with any of your parents or your your siblings or anything, there's bound to be some nuggets of wisdom that pop out. Mm -hmm. And I know like we would just have conversations. Me and my mom have always been extremely close. We had to since I've been in the industry since I was 10. But um, she was like driving me around everywhere. But it's just there's so many fond memories of her just telling me about life, just cleaning dishes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you could definitely go that route and kind of like a, again, like a house that built me sort of vibe yeah. of um, just the lessons you learn in life and cleaning dirty dishes. Yeah, just going through life together. And I don't know if we told you this too, but just to set it up, like you can put anything in front of the title or anything in back of the title mm-hmm. to twist it up if you want to as well. 
And also, I think Brent told you, but you don't have any guardrails on genre too. Right. So you can be like your normal sort of like, okay, I got to do this for a country. You get some more freedom now. You could be rock, it could be rap, it could be Americana, it could be CCM, it could be Southern <laughs> yeah. Gospel, like whatever. Like you're just free to roam about the planet. Absolutely. Roam about the genres. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. I like that. Right off the bat, that's pretty freaking strong yeah. right there. Because that's true. That's life. I mean doing those dishes together. And as you're talking, you're doing stuff together and you're just talking, just little pearls drop out, right? It's so, and you have all yeah, the and honestly, imagery. Yeah, you could make it like just the story of life growing up because I know even right now, my job is still do dirty dishes. Mm-hmm. So at 18 and at seven, I'm still doing the same job around the house. Mm-hmm. And so you could- and, and, and then when you're older and you have your own kids- Exactly. And it's dirty dishes. So you could easily- age up the story as you go along and start super young like i don't know bobby pinson's good shave holy crap (laughs) yeah you could go that route and like first verse do a little vignette of maybe it's the first day of kindergarten Mm. and you're scared and you know you're doing these dishes with your mom talking about that and then have a general chorus that can keep with everything and maybe it's the second and you're talking about a boy Mm. and you know you're talking about whether he broke your heart or you're flirting something like that talk about get advice from mama and then final kids of your own and Mm -hmm. pass down that advice that you've learned over the years and so you could absolutely make that a story song and age the the listener up as you go along. Yeah. And through the type of dishes, from my curly Q straw, little plastic cups to yeah. regular dishes to a wine glass, glass, wine yeah. glass to back to sippy cups. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The furniture changes with the story. Right. That's yeah. fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really smart. <laughs> so that's fun. I think of the phrase come and clean over dirty dishes. Like some sort of thing oh, where something cute. pops out, Ooh. some sort of truth comes out. I don't know what that says or what that's about, but then I'm like, oh, I like that phrase, come and clean over dirty dishes. Maybe that's the moment where he says, I love you for the first time. Something like that. Yeah. But come and clean, I feel like it's a dirty thing. But maybe not. Maybe that's what's fun. You could treat that like a dirty yeah, secret. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're afraid to say because that's the most vulnerable mm. thing you could ever say to somebody. Yeah. If it's not reciprocated. Unrequited love. Everybody's afraid. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do, you would probably change that lead up line before each course. If you were to change the furniture around it mm-hmm. as well, like what the dishes were, then you can even change that up. Mm-hmm with the come and clean thing. I don't know. There's a lot of different setups you could do because the setup would set the hook to be correct. That that lead up line is probably the most important thing yeah. for the song, but I don't know. A lot of different avenues. Yeah. And what if it's like even the fanciest houses have dirty dishes, right? Mm. Yeah. So it's a kind of the metaphor of these people's lives look so wonderful. If you drive down the McMansion Boulevard, wherever, in whatever town you're in, hey man, even those houses have dirty dishes. The one person who uses paper plates, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, for that. <laughs> well, but, but, you know, you can name drop like super, super, of course, I don't know the names, but like really, really fine china. <laughs> yeah. But they still end up dirty dishes, right? Yes, to like, <laughs> You know what I mean? And you said paper plates. I was thinking this, like, what if it's like you're just kind of talking about your girl and you're just talking about how freaking great she is. She's just that simple country girl that she'll do what she says, she says what she does. And one of the things you like about it is you always eat on paper plates because she don't like dirty dishes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was wondering, like, I think of dirty laundry, that mm, metaphor yeah. of the skeletons in your closet, the, the dirty mm-hmm. little secrets. Mm, give us dirty laundry. Is there a way to kind of do that? Dirty laundry and dirty dishes or somewhere between? Oh, absolutely. One or somewhere between dirty laundry and dirty dishes. 
or use dirty dishes kind of like dirty laundry, which is kind of what I'm talking about. Like even the nice, fanciest houses have dirty dishes. Like they're not mm-hmm. perfect. Don't fall for the facade. They're people too. Or if you wanted to do that coming clean over dirty dishes sort of mm-hmm. thing, you can even do like a girlfriend sort of like getting together mm-hmm. to spill the tea on crap. Yeah. Because what do you do when you have your buddies over? You eat dinner. Yeah. And so it could just be like one of them girl songs where it's like getting together and getting dirty dishes. And that's where you would really like to do the wine glass mm-hmm. and the all that sort of stuff. And maybe it's getting clean over dirty dishes, like getting yeah, it all out on the table. Yeah. Dirty dishes where you, where yeah. yeah, where you're talking with your girls. Like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the tribal female thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think of like, we just had Thanksgiving at the time of this recording recently, and all the dishes afterwards, just a load oh of, my God, of dishes, yeah. just the cooking dishes, not to count all the plates and stuff too. But I wonder if there's something there, very like family kind of thing, which kind of goes back to maybe what you're talking about, cleaning the dishes, but too, it could even be a kind of a holiday almost kind of thing or the family rituals of getting in there and cleaning yeah. those dirty dishes. Somebody write a Thanksgiving song. Somebody, Come on, we need one. Many of them. <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. How about the angle that Jenny Lee took kind of with Old Oak Tree Mm -hmm. about, uh, have you heard that song, Ava? I haven't. So it's about the story of a family from the perspective of the kitchen table. Yeah. Okay. Not bad for an old oak tree. It's an oak (gasps) kitchen table. I've heard that. Yeah. 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 And so something like that, where it's just like, you were talking about Thanksgiving and you could talk about family. You could talk about how important family is around that table Mm -hmm. and how important it is that we talk about life over dirty dishes right because mm-hmm. that i think that's all there's a lot of truth to that in the world today where there's a lack of family mm-hmm. yeah everybody's not eating dinner at the same time mm-hmm. like there's just some kind of sentiment there that would be a very country kind of thing to do yeah. but yeah the only hole i could poke in that is i always play devil's advocate and rights yeah. too so it's like pardon me <laughs> but you would have to find a way around technically it's not dirty until you're done because ah. like you wouldn't call food on a plate. You wouldn't call that dish dirty, dirty dish, while you're like, eating. Yeah. yeah. So you have to find a way point. around that. Right. It's the afterwards. That's a good point. What if these dirty dishes could talk? 
Mm. What do they hear yeah. over dinner? Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. That's like from Melanie Martinez's Dollhouse. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, where yeah, it's yeah. like, like it's just exactly what you said. Like Mansion mm. Boulevard, that, that you think you have the perfect life, or you try to portray that you have the perfect life, but it's a shit show behind the curtains, and it's told from the perspective of the dolls mm-hmm. in her dollhouse when she was a little kid. Oh, if you do something like. If these dirty dishes could talk sort of thing, it could even be the paper one sitting at a family trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. while the fine china sitting on the couch when the other one's at the table. Like you could do all sorts of different things describing the family situation just from where they eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, how about this? You just made me think of this. What about if it's an age up thing? And you're just talking about going through life and like dirty dishes is sort of the metric on it, Mm -hmm. right? Like what kind of dishes are dirty? (laughs) Yeah. They're paper plates when you're young and you're just starting Mm -hmm. out and then they're better plates and then it's fine china and something like that could be interesting where you're just really talking about life and the thread through it is the dirty dishes. Yeah. What if it's almost a thing like the people are the dishes and it doesn't matter? (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't know if this video is being used, but there's a spider in the corner and I just like looked at it and my face just looked terrified. So I don't know if, <laughs> if you just heard me like audibly gasp, that was what it was. That's a big old spider. Holy crap. <laughs> you got to step on it? <laughs> He's just sitting there. He's just chilling for now, but. Oh, I got one. How about, how about this? How about what you learn? So it's a derivative of what you were talking about, Ava, what you learn over dirty dishes. But in this mm-hmm. case, you're volunteering at a soup kitchen. Or oh, something. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And while you're picking up the dirty dishes of all these people that eat, you're just talking to them, getting to know them. You can, All of a sudden, you got all these different stories mm-hmm. that you could integrate into these different personalities and different characters. That's where you put that whole different types of dishes mm-hmm. with different types of like people's situations. That's where you put that. Because mm. you could do like, again, describing people's situation through their dishes. There may be a middle-class family that just uses paper plates because mama doesn't feel like Mm-hmm. Mama has to get up to work and that sort of thing. Or you could do like the soup kitchen where just saw styrofoam, easy throwaway stuff. You could do the fancy mansion family that has just fine china. Mm-hmm. Like you could do that and tell the stories of those people to different little vignettes. And honestly, if you do that sort of thing, you don't even need like a structured chorus. Yeah. You just kind of do one of them first B section, verse formats. Yeah. Or everybody's got their dirty dishes, mm. whatever kind yeah. of, whatever they're eating Absolutely. off of. Or even I was thinking too, like, and, and all that stuff's great, but thinking about comparing ourselves to whatever dishes, kind of like, yes, yeah, some are filled with caviar and some have Fruit Loops in it and some have whatever yeah. that is, fancy to not fancy, but at the end of the day, it's all just dirty dishes. And I don't know what that is there, but at yeah. the end of the day, oh, there you, like, you describe yeah, yeah. the dirt that's on the dishes. You describe the leftover food. Mm-hmm. After the meal's been eaten, this one's got leftover caviar. This one's got leftover steak. This one has leftover spam. Yeah, exactly. This one's just a paper plate that's got nothing on it. One has leftover liver because Brent loves liver. I'll eat some liver in Denmark. I've not had any since I got back. (laughs) Yeah. Did not need to know uh, that. Hey, you, know, you didn't hear the liver rant in Denmark? In Denmark. No, I missed that. Oh, some he liver. loved, no, yeah. Every single morning he had liver on his plate I do that. at the hotel. And we're like, dude, what the heck? I didn't know you like cat food. Oh, that Sorry freaking for- pate stuff at the yeah. hotel? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry for anyone who likes liver on this podcast, but I'm sorry, man. If you want a cat food, we have a cat. We have some extra. Yeah, you and my mom, you love liver pate. Only time I ever bought liver was to fish with it because catfish (laughs) love liver. So (laughs) only time. (laughs) 
<laughs> Only time in my life I ever bought liver was to use this catfish bait. Exactly, yeah. Oh my god, that's hysterical. So yes. When I'm in Denmark, so next next September, <laughs> get used to it. If you sit across from me at breakfast, you bring one of those little troop waffle things and I'll put it on my coffee and I might hold off on the liver for one of those troop waffles. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh my god. Gosh, troop waffles are the that bomb was, though. Good. That Way was so than good. The, liver so. yeah oh, okay God, okay so dirty dishes again and the food that's on the dishes okay hold on what if it's like a kumbaya we're all people mm-hmm. we're all human and you have all these like these dirty dishes have this on it and these from africa mm-hmm. and these dirty dishes from europe have this on it. these dirty dishes from america have this and these dirty dishes from mexico yeah. have this and it's like all that kind of a thing but they're all just dirty dishes yeah there's yeah. something very universal about it because whether your dish is big plant leaf or whatever or fine china like right. We all gotta eat, right? Basically, it's like we yeah. all have these ba- very basic. And when it's all said and done, they're just dirty dishes. No matter what, where you are, there's dirty dishes, kind of thing. If you're fortunate, right? I mean, hey, maybe you're blessed to have dirty dishes. Yeah. Because there are people that they don't eat. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, how about this? Check me out. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So on the counter blessings kind of thing, like how many times before something amazing happened in somebody's life, or before something tragic happened in somebody's life. One of the last things they did right before that event happened was clean and dirty dishes mm-hmm. because every day yeah. we got to do the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cause it's just one of those things that you do all the time. So you like, you never know like when your life's going to change, mm-hmm. but it's probably going to change after you clean some dirty dishes. Yeah. Something like that where it's just like, yeah. where, where's that thing? Like focus on what you have now mm-hmm. focus on, good stuff because maybe we don't want to do the dishes yeah it's a pain in the ass it's this it's that but you know what enjoy it because you could walk out tomorrow and get hit by a bus yeah. you could walk out tomorrow and fall in love like you don't know yeah. yeah what if what if it's like this the empty nester like the mom that was worn out by all the dirty laundry and dirty dishes right i mean my wife is a big of it now oh. we have ren he does dish dude she has help but there's just always dirty dishes dirty laundry all this stuff but then i think of my parents like the dishes don't take any time at all unless they cook a lot yeah. but it's yeah. just like ooh, one plate done man man the lack of dirty dishes. Like, I, oh I'd god love, you could okay can i make it sad yes, can i make this yeah. just oh so no. sad okay so <laughs> go back through the sort of growing up story mm-hmm. you could absolutely do it as like a caretaker mm-hmm. of a mom mm-hmm. where she taught you how to clean the dishes how to do everything mm-hmm. right and i am probably ripping off bobby here shade, so yeah. sorry bobby sue me but you could absolutely do like cleaning dishes mm-hmm. like they taught you how to clean dishes then they get a little older you clean the dishes for them and then now it's just you yeah. and it could be like th- there's only one dirty dish left mm-hmm. sort of thing like i don't and make it just super sad yeah, just, okay. and do like there's only one dirty plate that needs to be clean one gl- wine mm-hmm. glass by the counter there's only one mug in the morning there's because you're gone yeah and, it, and oh. i think the thing too oh, you of like you resent the dirty dishes right so much time. And then at the end, like I'd give anything to have a, a sink full of dirty dishes. But now there's just yeah. uh, there's just a plate and a cup sitting there. That's it. And I want that whether it's yeah. an empty nester, a widow, whatever that is, or somebody that was married and divorced, that could be a thing. Yeah. Since we're going super sad, what if guy who's supposed to clean the dishes has a fight with his wife because he didn't clean the dishes the night mm-hmm. before? She's all pissed off and he's like, F the dishes, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what she's up to. He goes off to work. Wife takes kids to school, gets hit by a bus, whole family's gone. He comes back, stinks, still full of dirty dishes. Yeah. And he's just thinking, like, God. Yeah. That's the last conversation I had with her was dirty dishes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You could, you, 
oh, you can oh, make oh, it. Oh, the small stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You could even make that like, I guess for lack of better words, not as happenstancy. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like, that's kind of a rare situation. Like super random. It's, it happens. Yeah. yeah. If you want to make it a little bit more like, I guess you don't have to say how they died. Cause it could be like one of them more general concepts mm-hmm. you could do. And there's still dirty dishes in the sink mm-hmm. and be like, you just haven't kept up with anything yeah. because you've lost this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's dust on the counters, there's food spoiled in the fridge. There's all this stuff. And I just don't feel like doing anything yeah. because you're gone. And this is what I used to do with you. Mm-hmm. It can even mm-hmm. be like a newlywed sort of situation where you move into a house. It's this new fixer upper and you're building a life together. Something happens. You don't necessarily have to say what happened. And it's just like, Ma'am, there's dust on the TV, stuff piled up in the sink, and like there's spoiled food in the fridge, and mm-hmm. I haven't slept a wink. Like all these things, and there's still dirty dishes in the sink because, I mean, like, yeah, we had some people that we know from church that the the father died from COVID. So my wife and another friend went over because they know the mom. The, the kid was one of our Awana group kids, so went over the, just to help clean up because yeah, we were just overwhelmed. And so yeah, they just went over and did dishes thing. and put up some laundry and just loved on her yeah. that way. Yeah, that was a big thing when I was going through my cancer treatments was my parents were both at the hospital with me and my brother was at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would come and visit like at least three, four times a week, but he still had school and stuff, mm-hmm. which was kind of hard for him. And um, it, it was his junior year. So it was luckily it wasn't his senior year when it, like we were going through the thick, thick of it. But um, luckily we had an awesome like church group and neighbors would come over and they would just kind of cook for him mm-hmm. and then clean up. And that was a huge help. And mm-hmm. so you can kind of, if you wanted to do kind of that the way kumbaya, to dirty dishes and what you can do. Yeah. That, that sort of kumbaya route, which you're talking about, Johnny, not necessarily the world, but just a community yeah. of helping somebody. Relatable. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you don't know Definitely what to do, relatable. do the dishes. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're not sure what to do. If you, if you don't know what to do, clean do the, the dirty do the dishes. Dirt, yeah. Do the, I want to say just do the dishes, but because yeah. that's more what you'd say. But that kind of thought of just like a practical help for someone who's just going through hell and just, you don't yeah. know what to do, do the dishes. Because we all got we dirty dishes. We all got dishes. dirty dishes, right? Like take out the trash, like come over and just try to be some practical help. You don't have to fix them, mm-hmm. fix the situation, just yep. clean some dirty dishes. Yep. So I, I think that would be pretty cool. Or make some dishes dirty. My mom would always dirty some food. dishes. And over lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Since we're getting in the um, churchy mm-hmm. route, I wonder, I, this is totally a stretch and a reach. So I'm going to look so stupid Jesus saying this, but dishes. here we are anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think of the last supper, mm, yeah. that was the last, thing that jesus did before he died so like how did the hostess of that house feel doing those dishes and knowing that that was the last that was the last thing that jesus ate before he died that'd be like one of them christian or like southern gospel type songs what she do with that cup because that holy grail there's a whole indiana jones (laughs) movie about what she (laughs) yeah but with a dan brown book where it wasn't the cup yeah yeah. But like, what what would she think mm-hmm. knowing that that's the last thing that Jesus touched before he went to his death, yeah. like, and, and died for the sins? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's really Maybe something there if you think more on that. Those are some very special dirty dishes. Right yeah, there. they are. Like, yeah. That is, Dang right. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, also, I'm just throwing out juices. Whatever he ate off, I'm just chucking it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we touched on today could be applied to that, too. Oh, yeah. 
Like if those yeah. dishes could talk, mm-hmm. like what did Judas say? What did, like what was going on? Like that's, yeah. ooh, that's fast. There's a lot that you could go there. That's really good. Guys, we got like I just write the 26 angles on this. Easiest <laughs> Southern gospel quartet thing about Jesus does the dishes. Doesn't matter what kind of sin is baked on, like egg yolk that's sticky on there and like concrete now. Jesus does the dishes. He'll get you clean. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Jesus your dirty That's dishes. It goes into cheesy, cheesy gospel. No, 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 no. But I, so I write Southern gospel stuff. I got my first three Southern gospel cuts this year. Nice. It's super fun. Like it's great. An awesome quartet called Master's oh, Voice. Oh, I know those guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they cut three of my songs this year, and they're they're fantastic. But. What if I said that? That would be so funny. I know. I have some titles. I'll bring up. It works, though. Is the thing. It works. It works. It's like he'll cut the grease with his grease. just, and you know, I mean it lovingly when I say it's just stupid enough to work. Like, it's just there. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Get a big old cut. Well, thank you, Ava Page. That's awesome. Y'all, we got some great looks at that. Amazing. Climbers, send in your titles. Send as many as you want to info at Daredevil production.com put stc or song title challenge in the subject line and maybe you're just going to get a creative and musical genius like miss ava page (laughs) to help yours truly and your favorite co-host mr brent baxter Mm -hmm. flesh out this idea and give you some good direction by the way if anyone needs references for like really those twist song hook title Mm -hmm. things one of the songs i recommend to everybody go check out it's one of the best written songs i've ever heard in my life and it has a twist title it's called bible verses by blake shelton brett shiroki he's been on the show yes it's brett shiroki and joe fox Mm -hmm. and both of them and one other uh, gentleman i cannot not remember his name for the life of me but Oh my God, y'all. It's so good. It is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. The, the hook is. I kind of don't want to give it away. Okay, yeah, yeah, I won't give yeah, it away. But they can find it because Blake Shelton. Just go Shelton listen cut to it. the song. Yeah, Blake Shelton, Bible Verses. It was just an album cut, never went mm-hmm. singled, but it is one of the best written songs I have heard in a very, very long yeah. time. So go check it out. But it has one of those twist titles, and uh, that's like a blueprint map of what to do. Yeah. <laughs> how to do it right ava thank you for saying yes, yes thank you oh of course oh my gosh this is so much fun oh uh, yeah we have to come back and do it again sometime absolutely heck yeah we start going round twos brent we gotta start uh, yes. going round twos i think this is too good all right guys this podcast exists because we want you to win so keep on climbing and we'll see you at the top It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.